Hello, and welcome to the show Gold Squadron Gays. It's the podcast where two Star Wars-loving gays break down each episode of their favorite Star Wars TV shows, while also being gay as hell. I'm your host, Bradley Brower. And I'm Charles Rogers. How are you doing, Bradley? How was, doing... how was your weekend? My weekend was full of I like how you very obviously have the truly can in the video. <laughs> right, not sponsored, but it's getting me through. This is the holiday flavors. Um, so I'm going festive. This is sangria flavor. So yeah, I, I needed this because I had a really, really tough past week, uh, in Vegas and it was a lot. So I'm happy to be home, um, and not working as hard. (laughs) Yes. Unfortunately, uh, Bradley has a job that requires him to do actual work. Uh, and I have a job where my biggest problem is I'm running out of Star Wars comics to read. (laughs) while I'm at that job. But uh, I had a very eventful weekend, uh, which is what we are here to talk about today for our episode. We're not going to do any uh, news. Stuff has been happening. None of it is really super, like, we got to talk about it immediately. And also there's like a several week delay when this episode comes out. So (laughs) I personally am not bothered with not talking about the news because I want to talk about my weekend. Was it a special weekend? I feel like it was like, were you like born like a couple years ago Uh, or something? You know, I, I was, I was uh, from my mother's womb, untimely ripped. Ah. Uh, There's one uh, for, for my homies over at the Star Wars English class, quoting Macbeth at you. Uh, (laughs) No, it was my birthday. Yes. And we celebrated by actually going to Galaxy's Edge. Awesome. So this will be my report on my experience at Galaxy's Edge actually going. So I was I was supposed to go last year. I did not go last year because we were at the height of the pandemic. Ooh. Yes. And now, now, you know, we have vaccines. We have more mask mandates here in California. It was a little safer to go. So we went this year. It was me and three friends of mine went. And it was a very exciting experience. But before I get into that, I am going to address two elephants in the room, which are the two things I didn't do that I'm not going to talk about. Okay. So I didn't do Droid Depot. Okay. The reason I didn't do Droid Depot is twofold. Uh, One, I am not rich. I was going to say, it's like $200. Uh, Droid Depot is only like 60 but I was spending oh. several hundred dollars on something else at the park. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, no, I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of lightsabers for $200. The yeah, it's $200, and $239 to build a lightsaber. Whew. Yeah, that was Jesus. like half my budget right there was Damn. just the lightsaber. But see, but see, you have to kind of do that. So that's, I'm not really like shocked. Right. Like that's kind of right. built in. And, and right out the gate, shout out to Chris from Dark Side Divas, who has been just like a fucking champ, just like amazing for weeks leading up to this, helping me specifically prepare with this is what you need to do. And then when I was at the park, I was like messaging him questions as I went, like, do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? How does this work? How does that work? So shout out to him. He's a big part of the reason that I like made it through it. Now, the other reason I didn't do Droid Depot is because uh, my boyfriend actually droids are, he doesn't watch a lot of Star Wars, but he loves droids. 
And he wants to go to the parks with me just in general. And so it's a thing that I think he and I are going to do together. Oh, that's nice. The other thing I didn't do was Rise of the Resistance. Because... Wait, whoa, 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 what? Yeah, I know. I know this was going to be a thing. Oh, wait, wait. I knew this was going to be a thing. That's like one of the only things you can do. You would be fucking surprised. Let me tell you. (laughs) You would be fucking surprised with how much you can do in Galaxy's Edge that is not Rise of the Resistance. No, we... So the people I went with, all of us have nine to five jobs things are a little crazy because of the holidays people didn't really want to get up at five in the morning to go to disneyland we all live in california right all of us can go so i was not about to ask these these people one of whom i know for a fact was up late doing work well into the night to turn around and get up in the morning. So we didn't actually get to the park until 12.05. And the reason I know it was 12.05 was because the Rise of Resistance virtual queue at 12 o'clock that opens, you have to have been checked into the park in order to queue for it. So we weren't able to actually queue for it, which is fine because as you will soon see, we did enough with our day to more than make up for it. As good a start as any, that was the start. So we got there. About 12.05, uh, we stashed hoodies and things in the locker because we had brought them for later, uh, but it was pretty warm out and just booked it immediately for Galaxy's Edge. And we got there and you walk in and the way Disneyland does it is you have, you know, these transitions between the areas. So they have it designed to, it's not like you're in Frontierland and then boom, you're in Galaxy's Edge. Like you go through a tunnel and it transitions you from like the Wild West and then you get the Star Wars kind of mind lights and it, it brings you out into Galaxy's Edge. That was where it started. And I just kind of stared for a minute because it's, <laughs> it's fucking unbelievable the amount of detail they put into this thing. Yeah. Like there's little Easter eggs all over the place. Uh, like everything, the light posts, there's droids hanging out like just in the foliage just there we emerged kind of close to the droid depot so the first thing i saw was actually a binary load lifter which i immediately identified as a binary load lifter and that set the tone for the entire day right (laughs) Uh, but we were walking up because we were walking up the first thing we were going to do was we were going to go to ronto roasters because i i read black spire and black spire is such a good book and i was like okay i want to make sure i try to hit most of the things that Vi does in Black Spire. And in Black Spire, she always eats her lunch at Ronto Roasters. So I was like, I want to go try Ronto Roasters. We were walking up to Ronto Roasters. And as you walk up towards it from the Droid Depot, you can see the cockpit of the Falcon emerge (laughs) in between the buildings. Right. And like, I almost, I was almost distracted by this like cargo ship that they've got above Cargo Bay 7, which is really cool. But then I saw the Falcon and like, I I had a group of people with me. That was irrelevant. (laughs) The minute I saw the Falcon. Yeah. I was gone. I was out of there. There's actually video. uh, I got to talk to them. I, I might cut around the bits of it i want to see if they're going to be okay with me showing the full thing 
because right. it does show them in parts, my friends who were with me in parts of it. Uh, but definitely we will be posting video later on, either on our TikTok account or on YouTube of me seeing the Falcon for the first time. It's incredible. It's, it's smaller than you think it is. <laughs> and it's kind of like a hunk of junk, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, it's, the ship is just like, you can't believe this thing flies. What is this? Like, how does it get up in the air? How does it get up in the air? No, it's incredible. Uh, like it's, I was blown away by, yeah, just one, it's smaller kind of than you think it is, but it's, it's no less impressive. Right. To see this ship. So I stare at it for like a solid 10 minutes. Uh, and then finally I was dragged away to eat lunch at Ronto Roasters. Uh, which is kind of this building sitting in the middle. They've got like a pod racer engine that's heating up the Rontos. And then we talked about in our Mando coverage, we were like, hey, there's a, uh, like the torture droid, the EV series droid. You can actually see the EV series droid. We had Ronto Roasters, best fucking food like I've ever had in a Disney park was Ronto Roasters. (laughs) Nice. Ronto Roasters is so fucking good. And like the line was not that bad either. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Like hmm. the line was not awful. So we hit Toronto Roasters. Well, we go through the line at Toronto Roasters. We sit out. We eat. Uh, I had some Maloroon juice because I'm a Rebels fanboy. They also have. At this point, I was playing around on the app. Do you know anything about the app, Bradley? The Play Play Disney app. Um, did they update it yet? I know there was like talk about they had to like uh, revamp the whole thing, and it was just supposed to be easier to use it. Uh, I'm not sure. I was only on the like Star Wars data pad section. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be like interactive or something, right? Yeah, no, it is. Like, what you do is you go through and there's different components. Like, you can hack into door panels mm. uh, to either either side with the resistance or the first order. Hmm. You can scan cargo crates to get like outfits, see what's inside, and you can get outfits and things to customize your avatar. Oh, fun. Uh, when you're standing in line for things, like when we were standing in line for the Falcon, uh, they have little games you can play. Uh, like one of them is like a memory game huh. that he'll give you a bunch of fake identities and you have to remember stuff about them and like answer the questions. It just kills time. Right. It's a really cool like experience with that to be able to interact with the environment. I played with it for a little bit. I wasn't about to make everybody go, like, wander around with me to collect everything. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, that's what you're for. I will drag you around to do that. There you go. We'll go to every single plant, every single piece of <laughs> fake. Watch me. Watch me. I will do that. <laughs> we also sort of wandered around the market area. There's, like, a market sort Mm. of causeway and they have like the toy shop and they have the beast shop and all of that and we just sort of wandered around we were looking at what they had some neat stuff uh like they have like a little costume shop and you can get like like my friend who was with me got ray's jacket from the last jedi oh that's fun uh you can get like boba fett's jetpack you can get little plushy toys uh there's one shop where you can get like little knickknacks and one of them is you know those like dinosaur bone wooden things that you can build as a kid 
Like, did you ever build those? You have like the T-Rex and it's little like wood slats and you punch them out and you kind of stack them together. Yes, yes, yes. They have one for the fucking crate Dragon. No, that's awesome. Right? I thought so hard about buying it. I thought so <laughs> like, hard maybe, about it. I was maybe, like, maybe. I'll get it. <laughs> yeah, if you uh if you see the if you saw on our TikTok the uh 22nd when we didn't have an episode come out, the Tuka cat that I posted there is in like the beast stall area. So that was awesome. Uh and then obviously we had to wander over to Doc on Dars. And I didn't talk too much about Doc on Dars. I already posted a, a handful of photos on Twitter about Doc on Dars. It's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Say. They have a giant stuffed like Wampa. Ooh. If you look up, you can see Din Djarin's helmet and uh, lasers like shocking staff thing is on the wall. I'm just wondering. I'm just staring at this thing. Everything in there costs an arm and a leg, obviously. Right. Like, obviously, it's it's stupidly expensive. It's it's just a cool shop to stand in and look and see what they've got. Interesting. Like, if I had more money, I would spend more money there. Oh, clearly. Like, if you had just money to burn, I would just buy dumb stuff just to say that I went there. Oh, you know yeah. I, mean? like, I would I would get all of, like, the busts that they have. They have, like, busts, <laughs> like, the, the Lost 20 from Attack of the Clones. Like, you can right. get busts of, like, Luke Skywalker and so Palpatine <laughs> and all these. Yeah, and they have, like, a wall of holocrons. We'll get to the holocrons in a minute. Uh, but they have, like, the little sarlacc in the thing yeah um i asked them if the sarlacc was for sale and they said no uh <laughs> they awesome. said that they said that uh it, it would require a, a very special person uh for doc Ondar to be willing to part with that sarlacc which uh That's considering cool. the role that they played in the galaxy's edge comic i'm i'm not surprised right right yeah, Doc Ondars, there's just so much stuff you can buy. I love that. <laughs> like, it's 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 merchandising. The Falcon was next. Obviously, we had to do the Falcon at least once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the Falcon, you go in, you go through the line, you go, like, behind the Falcon, and then you go kind of up through Onaka Transport Solutions. And you get a really good view. And what I like for this is the design of Batu as a concept because mm-hmm. when you're walking there's a bit where you walk in like a viewport panel above the falcon and you can look down on it if you look in the distance you can see thunder mountain and the matterhorn in wow. the distance which should break your immersion but it doesn't because Batu as a planet has these random mountains sticking up. So even though your brain is telling you, oh, this is the other rides, you, it doesn't break that immersion at all to do it, which is something I liked. Hmm. But you go in and you wander up. Now, there was no Hondo animatic which was, or animatronic, which was extremely disappointing. Oh. Yeah. He was is that like, in the one in, is that the one is that is there one in Orlando? Uh well what's interesting because you could see the spot. I obviously went to the one in Anaheim. So right. in case in case people are not regular listeners of our show, I live in Los Angeles. So we obviously went to the one in Anaheim. 
there was like a series of boxes and a console where the animatronic normally stands. Hmm. But I have a sneaking suspicion they were doing like repairs on it or something. Oh, okay. And just yanked it out and they play him on the TV screens. Because it's very obvious that the actor who's who's playing him on the TV screen is kind of lip syncing along to Jim Cummings. Oh, okay. But then we go in and you go through the Falcon, which is the coolest thing. We were kind of hurrying through it. So we did not get a photo this time of me sitting at the Dejark table. <laughs> but you can actually get a photo sitting at the Dejark table. Uh, and then you go in, you sit in the cockpit. The Falcon ride is intense, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, we landed the ship successfully. And I feel pretty good about that. <laughs> the Falcon is not easy to yeah. fly. It is, and it, it is very intense <laughs> to move around. Because, like, one person... One person steers it left and right, and another person is up and down. And then you have two gunners and two engineers. I was flying the up-down lever, yeah. uh, which advice, if you want to be the one to pull the lever to go to hyperspace, which is the coolest fucking thing, be the person that pulls the up and down lever. <laughs> because it's yeah. the most stressful lever, but you get to pull the button to go into hyperspace, mm. which like is that. awesome. Uh, so we flew the Falcon, we landed. It was me, so this is super funny, right? It's me who is the most cautious driver right. out of the entire group. And the gentleman who was steering left and right, I am not going to put him on blast. But I am going to say that uh, I have debated editing my living will before getting in the car with him before. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I don't think piloting for either of us. I didn't scan, fortunately, so Chewie had no idea it was me. Gotcha. Uh, but I do not want to get on Chewie's bad side. Right. Uh, speaking of Chewie, we did see him. Okay. From a distance, we saw Ray's boots. We didn't quite get to see Ray. We'll kind of we'll get to some of the other characters I saw in just a second. Uh, but they are out doing the. They're, they're at least in the park. They're not out walking among the guests like mm. they used to. Oh, uh, okay. Ray and Chewie are by the Falcon. Vi Marotti is across from Ronto Roasters. Uh, and then the First Order is kind of an hourly stage show that they do. After the Falcon, uh, I was convinced to leave the park because of coffee. Were you, though? Like... I would not have left. Uh, a strong case was made for this coffee. It was a special eggnog coffee. Uh, okay. I was like, can't you get coffee in Galaxy's Edge? They, like, don't they have the cards? Gal- you can get coffee in Galaxy's Edge. Our, our driver was trying to stay awake throughout the day, and he wanted a cold brew coffee. So Bradley's eyes just shot straight up into the back of his head. <laughs> Uh, that's hilarious. I, yeah, no, I'm not the kind of person who's like, oh, I'm hungry. We should probably stop doing Disney stuff. No, we're going to go wait in this goddamn line for three hours while we starve. Like, I'm not we about were, to skip. But we were still in Disney. We just went to Fantasyland to get the coffee. Ugh, whatever. So I was, I was persuaded to leave the Galaxy's Edge portion of the park, I should say. Ugh. Ugh, it ruins the experience. I need to be I know, fully immersed. I, I can't. That's leave. what I said. 
that's what I said, but you know, that's he okay. really wanted this coffee, and I'm like, okay, All right. fine. So we're gonna pretend like this segment didn't happen. So well, no, got off- no, we're not, because this is going somewhere. <laughs> oh, great. Okay. We were gonna try to do a couple of. Uh, we were gonna try to do the Jungle Cruise and Indiana Jones rides. We got there, and the lines were like an hour long yeah, for them. For sure. So we checked the Disneyland app. And Space Mountain was like 30 minutes. So we walked over there and I said, well, let's go on Star Tours first. Since we're over here, let's go on Star Tours. Because I've been on Star Tours, but not Star Tours The Adventure Continues. Same. I've only been on the like OG one. Yeah, the last time. Not the OG one, but like, you know what I mean? Right. You you probably were not uh, alive yet. Yeah. Not for the OG OG one, but I think I, I think I think I was on it before they changed um, DJ whatever Rex. He was still the original person. It wasn't C three PO taking you through the ride. It was it DJ, was Rex. It was Captain Rex. Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when I that's when I did it back when I was little, little, little. Yeah, the last time I was on Star Tours uh, was in two thousand nine. I had gotten heat some sort of heat induced sickness at the park yeah uh two years prior and uh which i had gotten on star tours Mm -hmm. so i could not enjoy star tours so i i basically walked out of star tours with my group because i was on a school trip i walked out and basically collapsed outside the gift shop of star tours at mgm and walt disney world Mm. so in 2009 when we were in orlando my family went back Basically, so we could kind of do MGM, which I hadn't gotten to do a couple of years prior. That was the last time I rode Star Tours. This time, it was making me, here's, here's, why, here's why it makes me insane. Because as a Star Wars fan, Star Tours is a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. As a continuity immersion person, <laughs> Star Tours nearly gave me an aneurysm (laughs) because i'm walking through this thing and i'm like okay i'm guessing we're probably galactic civil war i don't know why r2d2 and c3po are here uh but sure sure i'm looking at the screen and i'm like okay okay alderaan is here so we're pre-new hope then there's some other stuff here they're showing footage of Naboo from Phantom Menace. Uh, I'm not really sure uh, what time period we're supposed to be. And my group is like, Charles, you need to stop verbalizing these thoughts out loud. <laughs> it's not that deep. And I'm like, right. I know that. But taking things that are not meant to be that deep and making them that deep is what Star Wars fans on the internet do. And so I went in there um i was like okay i think i've got this pegged i think i've got this pegged to around the galactic civil war then i went on the ride and it takes you through two planets so they identify the rebel spy you go through one planet and then you kind of have a moment and then you go through another planet the first one was kashik during or kashik during the galactic civil war and there were stormtroopers uh, a Wookiee uh, got hit by the Star Tours thing and like slid off the thing. And it was very funny. The small child next to me was extremely distressed because he thought we'd killed Chewbacca. 
<laughs> uh, and he was screaming at C-3PO that he was the worst pilot of all time. I was like, okay, okay, I've mostly got this figured out. And then we zip to the Battle of Coruscant from Revenge of the Sith. And I'm like, well, I fucking give up. I don't know what's going on here. That was my rant about uh, me trying to figure out the continuity <laughs> of Star Toys. Is it just throwing my hands up in frustration and we went to Space Mountain afterwards. It was a 35 minute wait and it was an acceptable experience. At this point, I basically said, we're going back to the Galaxy's Edge now. Because we had, like a, we had like an hour to kill before Sabi's workshop. Mm. So we took the opportunity to kind of wander around just a bit. We watched the First Order show. So the First Order kind of show that they do. Chewie and Ray is like a meet and greet. The First Order, they have like a stage. And what they have is they have the two stormtroopers come out. And they do a little show where they have some pre-recorded lines mm. uh, where they like point to kids in the audience and they point to people in the audience and they play the pre-recorded lines as the, the actors are kind of doing the movements. And then Kylo Ren comes out. We saw Kylo Ren's exit from the shuttle. It is very cool. He also kind of has pre-recorded lines. We went to the first order gift shop. I debated buying the binders. Not this time. Next time. Next time. I feel like I feel like this is something I could use in my life with men. I was just about to say, hmm, this sounds like a trip. Like this trip with the boyfriend sounds a little more interesting as it keeps going on. Oh, oh, uh, I'm sure that if I don't already acquire a set of binders by the time he and I go, <laughs> uh, some binders will be purchased. There you go. At Galaxy's Edge. Uh, you can also get propaganda posters of the First Order. That's kind of cool. You can get some, uh, you can get costumes. You can get costumes at the Rebels, the Resistance Shop, the First Order Shop, and also at Doc on Dars. They don't have as many. They mostly had hats. Mm. Hats and t-shirts and things. They had a First Order officer jacket. I don't think they want people necessarily going around dressed as space fascists. Yeah. So is so, it like inspired by, or is it like an actual? Well, there's you know? one that was a replica jacket of the one that uh, Rose and Finn wear in Last Jedi. Mm, okay. But it's mostly the hats and the t-shirts, at least that I saw. Right. And I, I think they had a couple of Stormtrooper things that you can get as well. Hmm. But the Resistance one definitely had more, like we went to that later in the evening. Right. That one had more like costume, costume stuff. Like you can buy Han Solo shirt and vest. You can buy a bunch of helmets. You can buy ponchos and things like that. Right. Uh, but it's still pretty cool. We checked it out. Uh, I did see Vi Morati. So relevant to our show, mm -hmm. uh, I did see a canonically queer person at the park. <laughs> uh, uh, there you go she was up well chris was talking to me he was like well, they only have one actor playing her right now so she's not always there mm. she's not always there but as we were waiting outside savi's for the lightsaber um she walked out on the catwalk and so i got a couple i posted them on my personal twitter i got a couple of photos of vimarati uh she just walks out she chats with people she chats with, uh, I didn't go talk to her this time, but I'm going to go talk to her next time. But she talks with kind of a, a cast member that's sort of down 
down uh, near her, I guess, kind of just keeping an eye on things. Mm, okay. That's what I did right before Savi's. So Savi's, Savi's workshop is interesting. You have to make a reservation right, right now. And when you get up to the thing, you pay before you go in. Of course. When you, obviously, uh, right. when you get up to the thing, they <laughs> ask you, they give you four options mm-hmm. for basically trays of stuff. And you pick which one and they give you a kind of pen that you wear. Okay. See, it's there's the lightsaber here. Right. Uh, I am holding the pen up to the camera if you're listening to the podcast version of this. But you pen it on and it basically tells the gatherer which tray to put in front of you. Ah, I see. So you go in and they, they usher you in very quickly. The story reason is, you know, the first order. They don't want to see the first order ushering people in. Right. But uh, in reality, they just want you in quickly. In right, out. because they got to go. This is like a show. We got to do this real quick. This is a show. We got to go. We got to do right. the thing. We got to get the next guest in. You go in. I'm not going to describe the whole experience right. in detail because it's, it is 100% worth the money. Yeah. It is 100% worth the money. Like some of the things in the park, I'm like, this is a little pricey, guys. Yeah. Come on. Come on. You got to charge me six bucks for a thermal detonator of, of Diet Coke, which I also got. <laughs> 100% worth the experience to build right. the lightsaber. Like, like I genuinely in a year or two might actually do it again. Nice. And get a second lightsaber because it's a, a incredible. Absolutely always incredible. T- always two there are. My favorite part of it, though, was not anything that they had... I guess planned, but it stuck out to me. This is probably my favorite moment of the park period. Okay. Worth the price of admission in my day for this by itself. They, they, they're giving kind of the history of the lightsaber and they say, you know, the lightsaber has been wielded by legendary, these legendary heroes like Luke Skywalker. But now we know there's a, a new hero that's wielding a lightsaber in the galaxy. And does anyone know what her name is? And all of the kids around the table, because it was a mixture of adults and kids, all of the kids shouted, Ray! With this like beautiful, exuberant child-like excitement in their voices. For them, they were so excited that they knew who Ray was. Right. And I'm looking around the table like, this would be the point. Like everything we do on this yeah. show and everything we do as fans in general, you know, it, it should be for fun. We're adults, we're a fan of this thing. It's for some of us, it's recent. For some of us, it's been something that's been with us our entire lives. We have a deep connection to us, but it's not for us. Right. It's for those kids who were just really excited to even brush up against characters in movies that they loved. That's what it was all about. So that moment for me when those kids were so happy and in my brain, I'm thinking, okay, there's the Ray discourse. What are people going to say? Not everybody likes her. It's going to be <laughs> these kids. None of that. 
then I don't care. Yeah. We're just, we're just happy to be here. I saw multiple little girls walking around the park with the replica Ray's lightsaber from Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Now I, I have my qualms with Rise of Skywalker. I certainly have my opinions on the movie as an adult fan, but who the fuck cares? Yeah. Like it's, it, it doesn't matter to these kids and that's the way it should be. But I do know for a fact uh, that we do have to to show what the lightsaber looks like. Yeah, let's see the hall. So I have to, we'll get to the rest of the hall in a second. But I just want to show, pointing the other direction. Okay. This is so, what the lightsaber looks like. So what, uh, tell us what the um, type of lightsaber you got, because there's four types. So what did you so get? So this is, this is the Peace and Justice lightsaber. It's a okay. little more of a classic kind of... Uh, yeah kind of uh jedi lightsaber if you're uh just listening to the podcast version it very much resembles the anakin and obi-wan lightsabers Mm. uh that was the one i opted for i opted for some silver and black pieces uh but also with a ring of gold at the top here i like that uh the green kyber crystal now for some reason they were giving out two so i got i got green and red the green one is currently in the lightsaber. I don't know whose it is at time of recording because I didn't want to take the lightsaber apart until we had recorded this episode. Uh, but I know whose red crystal I've got. And sadly, it is not a Saj Ventress. Wait, so they have different crystals for different people? So you get the you get the crystals. And if you put the crystals in a holocron, it will play voices of who quote oh, the crystal before you did. So I don't know whose green lightsaber I've got, but I do know whose red kyber crystal I've got. So if I were to take this apart, yeah, I can put the red one in and it'll be red. And I also know that this is, right. this is the crystal I'm using in this lightsaber. Uh, I also just want to just want to say that the sound effects on this thing are fucking killer. Like, like well, that was anticlimactic. Hold on, do that again. Because <laughs> last time you did it, it was so impressive. Okay, do it again. I think I think it's the <laughs> I think it's the uh, the way that I like to to kind of like. There flick you it go. On. There that's, you go. That's how you do it. You've got to put a little power into it. Right. Uh, so the the lightsaber, the hilt is is metal. Like it is actually metal. And the blade is like a fiberglass. Like it is designed to be whacked against other lightsaber blades. Really? Like, and if you, yeah, like you can, it's designed to be whacked because you you give it to these kids. It's not like the FX saber from the, the two thousands or whatever. It's, it's it's designed for little kids to go whack them against each other. Oh, I'd be so scared to do that. Oh yeah. Oh no. Like you can, Another thing that'll happen is if you do it, this happens. <laughs> yeah, you can hear it. It's, I love the sound effects. But... Like that's the that's the lightsaber. That's, that's awesome. the lightsaber experience. So that was that was what I got. That was the majority of my money. Hmm. I know. If nothing else, that's going on YouTube. Right. we do want to see the lightsaber i love that yeah savvy's workshop 100 worth the money if you do nothing Mm. else at galaxy's edge do savvy's workshop it is super cool is a great experience 
To answer the obvious question, yes, I did tear up at the end. No, I didn't do it in any noticeable way. Yes, we have almost the entire thing on video. <laughs> so I, I will be also posting clips from that. Nice. Photos and clips from building process later on. Uh, right after that, we went to Cargo Bay 7 because we couldn't get into Oga's for dinner. We went to Cargo Bay 7. It's fine. Like, I like the conceit of it, mm -hmm. uh, but it, it's the cheap restaurant. Oh, okay, okay. It was fine. We all found it acceptable. It's just a cafe with some cargo containers around it. Uh, we did notice that, the, the remember the cargo shuttle that I was mesmerized by at the very beginning? So apparently that sits on top of Cargo Bay 7. Like, it's not just yeah. randomly placed. Right. Cargo Bay 7 is offloading cargo from that cargo shuttle. And at night, the thrusters light up blue and flicker. Oh. Super cool. We went to that. It was fine. Then we went around to purchase all of the items, uh, which I will now show some of. So the two items I will not be showing uh, and describing for our audio only. I feel like Brian from Pink Milk, where I'm like, for our audio only people. Right. Uh, you know, here's for audio only people. Here's here's what you're not seeing. So I did get the credit Spira. Uh, okay. It's five bucks. It's metal, uh, but it's a, basically a reloadable gift card. Uh, you bring it in and, and you load money onto it. You can load it in any of the shops. Uh, and then I got Bradley something cheap and funny <laughs> for us. He doesn't know what it is yet, so I'm not going to show it to him on camera. Uh, but then I also bought... Um, <laughs> I bought uh, my boyfriend something not cheap, uh, but that he really loves. Yeah. Which I got him the Tuki Cat. Because oh, we're watching through Rebels. There's the only Star Wars he's really seen besides kind of seeing the movies. And also we watch Visions together. He's in love with the Loth Cats. So I got him a Loth Cat. Really nice ones that make the sound effects. He also loves my cat. <laughs> but my cat hates him. Ooh. So this is his simulation of, of what it would be like to have a, a mechanical cat. Oh, nice. So for myself, I purchased two things, uh, or three things. I got the, the Life Day coffee mug, which I don't have to hand. It's in the dishwasher. Yeah. But I will post a photo of myself on Twitter and also post a TikTok with the Life Day in it. But the big thing I got was I got one of each holocron. Oh, wow. So I got, uh, this is the Jedi one. Uh, it's okay. a blue box that you could see from Rebels. Right. And now this one, I haven't put the kyber crystal in. You could put any crystal in any, any kyber crystal in any holocron. Right. But I don't like to put the red one in the Jedi holocron. It just feels wrong to me. That is it does, not okay. <laughs> it does change the color, though. Oh. So, like, this is it normally. Uh, you, you open it by turning these, and it Ooh. glows. And makes the noise. It just makes random noises. And then I'll show I'll just show you. I won't play it yet. Let me find it. There's a compartment at the top of the Jedi one uh -huh. here. And you put the kyber crystal in it. And if I put this red kyber crystal in it and then turn it on, 
it glows red. Oh. Still makes the same noises, though. Right, right, right. Uh, and then I also have, because uh, like Ezra Bridger, I am the king of bad ideas. <laughs> I have the Sith holocron. Ooh. I am something of a sucker for slightly broken things. So this one you see on the screen, this is, it still works perfectly functionally, but it's just a little bit off. Yeah. Uh, that was a choice that I deliberately made was to go for that one. But if we put the Kyber crystal in it, now we have four options, Bradley, Okay. for whose Kyber crystal I got for the red one. Uh, we have Vader, Palpatine, Ventress, and Maul. Who do you think I got? Um, you probably got Palpatine. All right, let's see. Let's let's open it up, and then what you do is they have buttons on the side yeah. that you can actually press. And if I do that, that's it, young one. Use your anger. Use your pain. Let it fuel you. Fuel you. I don't know you how well. I don't know how well you'd be able to hear that. No, I heard it perfectly in front of the microphone, but. Yeah, I got mole. So if I, I squeeze these. I doubt that you comprehend the power that is within your grasp. Oh, it plays, that's awesome. It plays Maul's voice. I love that. His voice lines. That's so cool. I didn't know that they were all like coded with different people's voices in them if you put them in a hologram. You can get uh, the main four colors uh, and then rarely you can get white yellow and black and i know okay. that yellow is a temple guard i think white is ahsoka i don't know whose voice would play if you put a black lightsaber in a right i don't know if I've ever... i think they said they had a couple of black ones at doc Undar's the day i was there but i didn't see them so right. when i go back definitely on my list will be to look for different colored kyber crystals well, I know that the black ones supposedly like they only have, I think it's like a couple a day that they put out. They on the only shelves. have a couple a day and, and, and you, you don't know to... which ones they are. Because mm. they're all still red. They're all like coated in the red tubes. And so like you won't know you get a black one until after you open it. This so... is gonna be very dangerous for my pocketbook. <laughs> you have to keep buying red ones until you I'm find I'm going it. to have a lot of red kyber crystals. Right, right, right. Yeah, you can buy the different kyber crystals besides the ones that you just get at Savi's. Okay, so wait, um, when you were at Savi's, they gave you two? Yeah, so for some reason, I think one of the lightsaber cases, they had run out of a part of it by the time I got there, because I was on one of the later ones. Mm -hmm. So they just gave everybody two of them, two kyber oh, crystals. Interesting. Okay. Well, at least you got two different colors. I mean, it'd be yeah, kind of at least I got two different like... colors. At least I got two different colors, which I'm not going to complain about that yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah. So... We did end up wandering around outside the Rise of the Resistance area. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a full full scale X-Wing and A-Wing out there, which Love is that. awesome. Uh, but we didn't get too close to Rise of the Resistance. We didn't get to go into the actual Resistance base that Vi clears out in uh, the Black Spire novel next time. Uh, but our final thing of the day was we, got, we did get to go into Ogus. So Ogas, it was about a 30-minute wait. We had, to, we had to do it on the app. Right. Um, uh, we had to wait about 30 minutes. Uh, we went in. Ogas is pretty cool. And by that point, we were all pretty exhausted. Uh, so all of us were like, we're just going to have our one drink and leave. Hands down, the droid DJ Rex 
is the coolest motherfucker yeah in this park like i love that this dude this dude rules like he is just there bopping along to his music <laughs> like he's vibing uh one of the the people i was with actually got extended video of him because she loved him so much uh and then he made a reference to being bolted down and she was like no liberate uh dj rex droid rights and i'm like <laughs> Congratulations, you've been successfully radicalized into a droid rights activist. Right? <laughs> well, uh, life, uh, real life version L3. Yep. Two of my uh, compatriots had the blue milk, so they get a chance to try a little bit of the blue milk. Uh, it tastes like milk. It's a little yeah. bit fruitier. I'm not uh, a fan of that, but okay. They, they had milk with cookies, so. But oh, you can't okay. just buy blue milk by itself. Uh, and I had the uh, the fizzy tauntaun. Now I'm going to warn our listeners about the fizzy tauntaun. Your host is going to tell you to be careful with the fizzy tauntaun. And you are going to think that they are just playing off of it for the immersion. But you need to listen to your host very carefully and be very careful not to accidentally inhale the foam on top of the fizzy tauntaun. Because if you do, you will have a bad time. (laughs) You will not enjoy yourself. What? You will be in pain. Oh my God. For several minutes following this. The foam contains like a numbing sensation in it. It contains okay. things to numb you. So the idea of the fizzy tauntaun is you're supposed to drink it and have the foam kind of rest on your lips, but not it consume. It's supposed to dissipate down into the drink. Okay. But at first you want to make super careful you don't consume it. I was tired. I really wanted alcohol. I may have accidentally inhaled a little bit of the fizzy tauntaun. And that was a mistake. Oh my God. That is my warning. <laughs> well, that's, I love that. So after that, we were like, uh, we've had our drink. We're good. Um, and that was my report from Galaxy's Edge, my impressions of things. Overall, ten, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 for Galaxy's Edge. Uh, I would highly recommend it. Be prepared to spend money. Yeah, for sure. You will think that you're not going to spend money and then you are going to see things and you're going to be like, actually, I want money now. <laughs> I, I, I want to I have this yeah. item now. Uh, rather, I, I want to not have money. Right, exactly. So, Bradley, I'll, I'll ask you before we close out this episode, um, with my descriptor, was there anything that surprised you was there anything that you expected was there anything that you were like oh i can't wait to actually go and do this myself because i don't know when you're gonna i know when you're gonna do it at the latest but i'm not sure if you're gonna do it any earlier than that yeah um i mean for sure of course savvy's workshop is definitely like a must 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 like i i know that that i'm already 200 in the hole and i haven't even gotten to buy my tickets to the park yet um i literally uh as i was standing there at one point doing the lightsaber experience because they let one person in with you right to kind of photograph you take video 
Uh, I literally thought to myself, I cannot wait to see Bradley do this. Oh, I'm so ready for it. You have no idea. Like, and I keep going back and forth. I'm genuinely like, I still don't know which parts I'm going to pick. I still don't know which color I'm going to pick because I don't think I'll know for sure until like I get there. I mean, I have an idea of what I want. You have to let the force guide you. Exactly. I definitely think I'm like, I'm like, do I want this one? No, I don't. I want that one instead. I think, no, 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 no. I think I'm more of this person. Like, (laughs) so I, I go back and forth in my head, but um, no, and then of course I'm gonna be that person though who goes to the park and then goes, oh look, there's the doll that um, you know is in Rogue One, the little stormtrooper doll. I should buy that because that was in the movie, so I should probably just buy that just because I don't even need the doll. I don't want the doll. I mean, I like the movie, but I was like, hmm, I should buy that just because I'm here. You know, why not? Um, so that's oh, the just, kind of stuff. That just I'll- wait until you get to the uh, the resistance stand because they've got some yeah. replicas there, and then. In Doc Ondar's, I am frightened for what happens when you go in and you can actually see the replica lightsabers because they're like a hundred bucks. See, there's my other issue, right? So on the one hand, I want to build my own lightsaber because it's my lightsaber. But on the other hand, I really, really, really want Ahsoka's lightsabers. We actually saw some people with Ahsoka's uh, blue lightsabers. Oof, I really want them. I really want them. Yeah, they would just this... look so good with my display and then they have <laughs> now they're the color changing ones and like I kind of want that because it would be really cool for my room like to do like color changing lightsabers on the wall like I would literally oh hang my them on the god wall. I hadn't even thought of that as like an aesthetic thing yes that's I would that's all I would use it for like they would just purely be aesthetic I would hang them on the wall and turn them on for like cool lighting feature you're not going to do the saber twirls no because I, I, I might, I've got a little room in my apartment. I've, I've whipped this lightsaber around. Uh, my cat hates it. Like it, it traumatizes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But see, I think the problem with the Ahsoka lightsabers though, is they don't come with the blade. Like, so the legacy lightsabers don't come with the blade. You have to buy them separately. So she has two. So I would have to buy two blades in addition to buying her already $200 lightsabers. So it's like, and then same thing goes with like, if I randomly wanted to buy a Saj Ventress's lightsaber, like I'm not going to buy one because she doesn't have just one. She has two and then you can connect them with a little connector piece. So if, like, any, uh, if any older wealthy men uh, want to go ahead and slide into Bradley's DMs, yes. uh, I know for a fact that they're open. Oh, yes. And I'm other things will be open saying. if you buy these lightsabers from me. So... <laughs> Oh God! Didn't you once have your one of your dating app messages? Is is if you take me to Galaxy's Edge, I'll let you force joke me. That's right. That's what it used to say. Oh, I always loved that. I always thought that was hilarious. Um, no, but overall, I think those will be my two things. But I will say, in the difference in your experience and my experience, when I do go, I Rise of the Resistance is a no, like a non-negotiable. Like I have to do that ride and I don't care if I have to wait in line for three hours. I don't care if I have to go at the very end of the day, right before the thing closes. It like, was, I'm going to that. Yeah. We, it, you got to be careful at that one. You got to make sure you grab it at like 7am Yeah, uh, when you can actually virtual queue for it. For sure. Uh, like you got to make a hundred percent. Cause that was one of the sacrifices. That was one of the cuts I had to make. Yeah, I'm going back. And I think February is the next time I'm going back. I'm talking about going, uh, mm. And I'm pretty sure who I'm probably going to end up going with is going to make sure we get on Res of the Resistance. Yeah, that's like my number one. 
Yeah, I've heard such good things about it. For me, just being in the park and being in the immersive experience was really, really awesome. Like it was a little, it was a little nerve wracking at the start of the day. Right. Uh, like the first time someone greeted me with bright, sp- bright suns, I got a little bit taken aback. Yeah, you're like, what? <laughs> uh, but by the end of it, I was getting into it. Like when I was buying uh, your gift, uh, it was at the Droid Depot. And I kind of made an offhand comment to the person who was ringing me up. I, I pointed to the K2 unit that's on the wall. I was like, uh, how about that thing? Is that thing for sale? And she had an actual answer. The answer was no, but the reason is because it's it's on commission. It's still being worked on. <laughs> I'm like, oh, darn. I guess I'll come back later then and see if it's available. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I love the I love the immersiveness of that though. I think that's part of the fun is doing the immersive. So mm-hmm. I am kind of wondering though, like I I feel like I need to go though before the hotel opens because I feel like that's just gonna make more people go. As much as I want to do the hotel experience, I just feel like that's like a lot of people. Like that's a whole thing, and I don't know if I want to be a part of that situation. I want to go like, right thing. before. Yeah, that is a thing to do the hotel experience so which we'll see i'm in the same the hotel experience is one of those things it's like uh maybe in five or ten years yeah i'd have to wait i'll do the hotel experience yeah. but that is also like i feel like the park is enough for me mm-hmm. for now if i got a group of people and we all were doing the the hotel the cruise experience like if i could get a group of like the Star Wars gays. <laughs> like, it would be like one of those gay cruises, but for Star Wars. Right. Here's my, here, here's my pitch. Ready? Okay, Disney, okay. if you're listening. Disney, are you listening? Um, here's the thing. How about you give uh, a free, like, tickets or passes or whatever to this Disney uh, Star Wars cruise experience to all the star wars podcasters out there and we can all go and review it for you and you'd get all this free advertising and instead of spending millions of dollars on advertising you'll just get all the star wars podcast people in all of star wars podcast verse to talk about your dumb hotel that we all want to go to so we'll all go and we'll all have a good ass time and we'll all post about on social media and you'll make a lot of money i have an alternate pitch (laughs) okay what is that we take all the star wars podcasters Right, including yes. us. Right. We put them on an actual spaceship and then we launch it into the sun. <laughs> on that note. On that wonderful note, uh, <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in to Gold Squadron Gaze. Run the socials. Thank you for listening to Gold Squadron Gaze. Did we forget something? Email us at goldsquadrongaze at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Gold Squad Gaze. And you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Gold Squadron Gaze. Subscribe to us on YouTube at Gold Squadron Gaze, where we post this podcast as well as exclusive video content. Please join us next week and every week for another episode of Gold Squadron Gaze.